Hello and welcome again to the Rare Possessions Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Galetti, and with me is Jared Riddick from Book of Mormon Central. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. This is our first of two Christmas episodes. Uh, this particular one, it's it's a chapter in the Farms uh, Farms Review, is that? or how, This how is we... from the book Re-Exploring the Book of Mormon. Okay. Which were a collection of updates. Uh, this is, I believe, from updates from the 1980s. Okay. So, this, so is... this is Re-Exploring the Book of Mormon, and this was one of Robert Smith's Based on research done by Robert Smith at that time. And this was in 1992 that this was published. Yes. And uh, Robert F. Smith, not the same Robert F. Smith that, that was the corrupt judge that sent Joseph and Hiram to jail in Carthage. No. This is a different guy. Completely different Robert F. Smith. Ironically, <laughs> he's been alive 195 years and he's here tonight. <laughs> he's no, um, But no, Robert F. Smith was a uh, – is uh, – Bob's still alive. I know him. He is a uh, scholar. Originally not LDS. Uh, was baptized after doing a scholarship, has been heavily involved in uh, chiasmus as well as Book of Mormon Automastics. He's one of the minds behind the Book of Mormon Automasticon online. You can find that by just uh, Googling it. I don't know the URL offhand, unfortunately. <laughs> it's probably long anyway. Uh, but Bob's a tremendous guy, incredibly well-learned, and a very good writer. And published by, or edited by Jack Welch. Mm-hmm. And so we, we have some uh, interesting concepts here, and this is a... This topic is something that's come up before. It's what uh, one of the researchers, researchers here at Book Woman Central would call a howler. A it's howler. A howler. He would call it something that they howled about. Like, oh, Joseph, what an ignorant boy saying that, that the Savior was born at Jerusalem. Yeah. Everyone knows he was born at Bethlehem. And this is Bob coming and going, well, not so fast, among many others. He's not the only one that's addressed this. Sure. So the premise of this article or this chapter in the book is a defense of the Book of Mormon's assertion in Alma chapter 7, verse 10, he shall be born of Mary at Jerusalem, which is the land of our forefathers. And some have seen this as a pretty glaring error, as you said, mm-hmm. and others have just, hey, I get it. You know, it's it's a town outside of Jerusalem and you're just throwing it all together. But this does seem to be an issue, but it's partially based on the idea that Jesus was born in Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. Where do we even know and conf- can confirm that we can say that Jesus was born in Bethlehem? Is it strictly the Bible? Do we have any other reference? I think generally it's, it's the Bible and tradition. Okay. Uh, we don't have the census records for that year in Jerusalem. Ironically, for the fact they were <laughs> gathering for a census, are remarkably sparse. Um, <laughs> but uh, we, we, we depend on that one. But I think that, that Bob puts... The land, calling it the land of Jerusalem in its proper proper ancient Near Eastern context. Yeah. Where this is a very common thing, a very common way to refer to a land, a land and a city um, in the ancient Near East, but one that wasn't widely known in Joseph Smith's day, if known very well at all. He points out there's really only one verse you can kind of stretch at in the Bible to get the phrase land of Jerusalem. And so I think this is a I think this is a point in Joseph Smith's favor, frankly. Yeah. Despite what others have said to this point, I think it's a point in his favor. Yeah, and this whole article basically, I think, sets out the idea that that the Book of Mormon was not only well within its bounds to refer to Bethlehem as part of the land of Jerusalem, but there's been a fair amount of scholarship to support that that actually is an indication that the Book of Mormon was accurate mm-hmm. in how it described it. I, I mean, my my presentism on this is is going off because I think, you know, if I told someone I was born in Northridge, California, nobody really knows. But if you say Los Angeles, California, they know where to look. And it's just outside of Los Angeles proper. 
At least you have a major city near where you were born. I was born in Quarryville, Pennsylvania, <laughs> close <laughs> to Lancaster, Pennsylvania, where people go, huh, huh. Was that the place in Witness, the Amish area? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's them. <laughs> well, and, and this, I mean, if you if people, when you tell them, you know, hey, where are you from? I'm from New York. Really, they're from someplace outside of it, but you're giving. Schenectady or something. Yeah, something kind of close. Well, I don't know about Schenectady, but, you, you know, you, you, could, you could name any one of the boroughs, and that's. It's just one of those things where, and I personally, I had to look it up. Do you know how far Bethlehem is from Jerusalem? I had to look it up. I Googled it. Ten miles? It It actually, according to Google Maps now, it's six miles. Okay. So that would be like a three-hour walk, depending on the landscape. Camelback. So you're you're talking about a 15 to 40-minute drive now, depending on traffic. It is not out of line at all to say that Bethlehem is very well connected to Jerusalem. But this article, again, goes into, it takes a less modern approach, if you will, a less Google approach, and talks about how these ancient texts actually referred to the land of Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. And he kind of pulls this stuff out. And it's actually, and it's in line with the way the Book of Mormon describes cities and lands, the city of Zarahemla, the land of Zarahemla, et cetera, et cetera, city of Moroni, land of Moroni. You have a lot of examples of that. So it's in line with the Book of Mormon, which is in line with ancient custom. It's pretty cool because— Point Joseph. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there are a number of these issues that I think the no-wise from Book of Mormon Central are great at pointing out, that the scholarship that we've had over the last even 40 years has done so much in showing the authenticity of the Book of Mormon as a historical record. And with so many people questioning that, um, it's really quite fascinating, I think, to see— this type of research being done, but I also love that this is Christmas, mm-hmm. right? Where Christ was born, we talk about it, we sing songs about it, and so we have a little, you know, little taste of Christmas here at Book of Mormon Central. Indeed, <laughs> tis the season. And we want to make sure that everybody knows that next week's episode will not come out on Wednesday like uh, it normally would, because that's the day after Christmas, and we've got one other thing Christmas-related that we wanted to share with you. It's it comes from the uh, a book, the most correct book, Insights from a Book of Mormon Scholar by John A. Twentness, is an Angels Announcing the Coming of Christ. That was going to be released on Christmas Eve as a special little treat for our wonderful, wonderful listeners. We want to thank all of you for tuning in each and every week to the Rare Possessions podcast. And if you want, as a Christmas gift to Jared and I, share this podcast. We would love it. With your friends and those in your ward, but uh, share it with everyone. Get on social media, and we would we would really appreciate any reviews and ratings you can give us in iTunes as well. But Merry Christmas to you, and we'll talk to you on Christmas Eve with our next episode. See you then. The Land of Jerusalem, the Place of Jesus' Birth, written by Robert F. Smith, edited by John W. Welch, and appearing in the book Re-Exploring the Book of Mormon, published by Farms and Deseret Book. Alma chapter 7, verse 10. He shall be born of Mary at Jerusalem, which is the land of our forefathers. It has been alleged that the Book of Mormon contains a foolish error by predicting that Jesus would be born at Jerusalem. But just as Rome was herbs at Orbis, city and world, so Jerusalem was not simply a city, not even just a city-state. It is and was a symbol of Zion. It typified all that which the exiles in Babylonia had lost. 
and in our time it is the focus of the return of other exiles from their nearly two millennia of dispersion. Every synagogue faces Jerusalem, the holy city, and city of David. In several ways, recent scholarship strongly confirms and elaborates upon the excellent older studies by Professors Sperry and Nibley answering the critics on how Jerusalem could be called the place of Jesus' birth. With the rise of the classical Israelite state, the role of the hereditary tribes declined, and the monarchy imposed administrative districts upon the nation, twelve in the north and twelve in the south. The delineation of these districts is available in the Bible. And Bethlehem was included in the district of Jerusalem. In the same way that the lander district of Jerusalem was administratively distinguished from the city of Jerusalem, so, according to Kenneth Kitchen, the great city of Hazor was distinguished from the state of Hazor. Thus Abraham had dwelt or sojourned in the territory of Gerar rather than in the city itself. The city and state often have the same name in the ancient Orient, although distinct entities. This applied to Carchemish in Hittite politics, for example, where city and land, same name, had distinct roles. Indeed, the land of Jerusalem ultimately extended far beyond the mere district borders during its phase as a Latin kingdom, covering about 500 to 550 square kilometers. Thus, it is quite apparent that Jerusalem did double duty as the royal and the district capital. As early as Canaanite times, Jerusalem held royal status, and it was termed Mat Urusalim, Land of Jerusalem, in the Armana letters. Where then was Jesus born? Truly in Bethlehem, the land of Judea. Any child could tell you that in Joseph Smith's time as well as in ours. What no one in modern times would have known for sure was that Bethlehem was also part of an area anciently called the land of Jerusalem. Only once in the King James Bible is the term land of Jerusalem even remotely recognizable, and then within a parallel phrase, quote, And the king and his men went to Jerusalem unto the Jebusites, the inhabitants of the land. End quote. This verse is obviously insufficient to suggest to Joseph Smith how lands were constituted in Old Testament times. Yet, the Book of Mormon twice refers to a land of Jerusalem in which Jesus was to be born. This is consistent with the broader pattern of toponymy that appears in the Book of Mormon. It appears now that the Book of Mormon's casual statements about the land of Jerusalem are in full agreement with what recent scholarship tells us about the geography of ancient Judea. This has been a presentation of The Land of Jerusalem, The Place of Jesus' Birth, written by Robert F. Smith and edited by John W. Welch from the book Re-Exploring the Book of Mormon. Please stay tuned next week for another edition of the Rare Possessions podcast from the archives of Book of Mormon Central.